Hello! And welcome to episode 92 of Movies and Us. I'm TJ. And I'm Marcus. And this is a review show that reviews genre movies from the beginning, sometimes. Today, we are going to cover the 2013 release of Justice League, The Flashpoint Paradox. First thing right off the bat, why is this a Justice League movie? Because there's like a brief moment of the Justice League people in it. This, this, of, this movie really. is clearly a Flash movie. Why isn't this called The Flash? Because the Justice League sells and the Flash is like a secondary player. I don't know. I thought the same thing. Like Because this is clearly a Flash story. <laughs> yes. Like the original comic is called The Flashpoint Paradox. It's not called The Justice League, The Flashpoint Paradox. Well, I guess they figure since all the characters are going to be in it, whether there's main or minor characters, they might as well call it that and profit off of that. Maybe it's legal, legality-wise, animated-wise. And animated movies, like if you, if you include at least three of the members, it's going to be called Justice League. Uh, I don't know. I have no idea. I just thought it was uh, a cheap gimmick to put in there to try and get people to buy it. <laughs> anyway, moving on. This movie was directed by Jay Olivier. Olivia. Uh, written by Jim Creek. It is produced by James Tucker. It is starring Justin Chambers, who is from Grey's Anatomy, I believe. Ew. Yeah, he is. Him and Kevin McKidd are both Grey's Anatomy guys. Ew. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Jason Chambers, C. Thomas Hale, Kevin Conroy, uh, Kevin McKidd, who I mentioned, Michael B. Jordan, so. Who is The Flash. No. An he's... upcoming review of Van Forstick. What? Fantastic Four. Oh, I was yeah. like, he's not The Flash in this, though. No, I said, the, oh, that's not The Flash? I'm sorry. Yeah. I was I'm like, what are you talking torch. about? I'm so sorry. He's the human torch. My bad. No, he's cyborg in this. Anyway, Michael B. Jordan, D. Bradley Baker, Steve Bloom, Sam Daly as Superman. He's also reprising his role from the animated series, just like Kevin Conroy. Uh, Dana Delaney, Carrie, Carrie Elways? So I would say, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nathan Fillion, Gray Delisle, Griffin. Jennifer Hale, famous voice actress. Danny Houston, Danny Jacobs, Peter Jessup, Lex Lang. That's a made up name. Well, uh, I'd be all, all names made up. Yeah, but that's like, that's, they literally just put Lex Luthor and Lana Lang together there. Lex Lang, American voice actor and video director who was provided voices and, sub- and served as a director for a number of animations and video games. He's best known for his voicing Dr. Neo Cortex in the Crash Bandicoot series. And Goldman is oh God and Lupin the Third. Guillemon. What? Yeah, Guillemin. that character. Yeah. From Lupin the Third. No, apparently that's his real name. That's just a stage name, I guess. What Lex Lang? Yeah. I was just making fun of the name. I just, oh, oh, okay. I, I wasn't being. I wasn't being serious. No. Okay. Uh, Lex Lang, Vanessa Marshall, Candy Milo, Ron Perlman. Apparently. No. What did he play? He was Deathstroke. Ah. Okay. Kevin Michael Richardson's Andrea Romano, James Patrick Stewart, and Hinden Hinden Watch. Yeah, those are the credits. Oh, she voices Starfire Anti Titans. Makes sense. Um, <laughs> this movie somehow made thirty three million dollars. Where did you see that at? Sales. The film earned thirty three million five hundred four thousand eighty three dollars from domestic home video sales. With that coming in, let's do box office. I guess I'm waiting. Oh. I'm at $33 million mark, and obviously it's not on here because it was a theatrical release. So I'm looking at movies to talk about in this area. And, um, and, um, what am I doing this? Um, let's go up here. What's the matter with, what, what was it's the matter like, 
<laughs> that's like nothing. Okay, like like thirty two million. Wait, just give, just, just give us the uh, range. What number range is it? So if it, if it were to be released with thirty three million dollars, that places at one fifty five. Okay. Yeah. So for, like at thirty two million nine hundred thousand dollars at one fifty five is inside Lewin Davis, I which I think we talked about before, but I don't recall. Um, maybe not. And okay. then on top of that. At thirty-four million, it's a movie called Broken City. Okay, is a heard of I've never seen, so I can't really like banter about. All right, uh, so you go ahead, go do what you're gonna do. That, that's it. I mean, because I think next week, yeah, next week we're doing the other movie at the top of the box office. So just keep yeah. in mind, keep in mind, this is the last twenty uh, thirteen no. one that isn't like going to be in the top ten. Oh yeah, so yeah. So you, if you might as well just pick somewhere in the random middle. Why you encourage me to do the box office? You should hate this. Because it's expected at this point. <laughs> a lot of things are expected from us. We don't use a cap wise on it. Um, pick a number, I guess, TJ. <laughs> do 50 to 40. Oh, God. That number 50. We did this before. We did this one. Okay, then do 40 to 30. We did this one, too. There's no way. Yeah, the White to, House. Remember White House down and all that shit. We thirty about. to twenty. Then I think we can do this. We can do this. Okay, yeah. And number <laughs> no, we did we did twenty. Yeah, we did twenty. Uh, let's fuck it. Let's do thirty. At number thirty, a movie called The Lone Ranger. The um, why can't I remember his name? Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp movie. Yeah. Yeah. Playing a Native American, so you know that guy was problematic at the time. That yeah. made two hundred and sixty million. Never saw it. Ah, neither did I. And I actually saw some of it. it. Was boring. And number twenty nine, a movie called Epic. No idea. Epic. It's an animated movie. It made two hundred and eighty. I'm sorry, two hundred sixty eight million dollars. At number twenty eight, another animated movie, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs Part Two. Never saw uh, the first one's chuckle worthy. You know what's funny? Yeah, I actually own the movie Cloudy with a Side of Meatballs, but on a UMD. The UMD. That's not from. What's the UMD? The UMD is. A movie for the PlayStation Portable handheld. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. So I have that movie on a UMD somewhere. Do you even have a PSP? Yeah, I have it sitting over there somewhere. Oh, fascinating. So <laughs> I have one too, and I only used it for movies, and that's like this is a gimmick I don't need in my life. So yeah. I was just so that was my note for that one anyway. That's nice. That made two hundred seventy-four million at number twenty-seven. Another, another animated movie, Turbo. It's about a fast dog. I think Miley Cyrus is in this one. You know, when you said Turbo, know what my thought came? I'm sorry, to? fast snail. Yeah. That's what I thought it was. I was it's like, that one, yeah. you said a fast dog, and I'm like, oh, I thought it was a fast snail. No, but, uh, uh, the fast dog one saw caught might be lightning or something. Yeah, Turbo is the fast snail. Turbo's How do you know about that? I just know the there was a fast snail. I must wow. have seen. I just seen must have seen a preview of it or something. <laughs> Holy crap. Oh, uh, that made. But I think the dog one I think you were talking about is Bolt. That wow, wow, Tito, look at you coming up the gates this week of movie knowledge. Well, I know how I know Bolt. <laughs> how? Because the year that came out, I went on a trip with my niece, and oh. we, we watched Little Nemo and Bolt down the, all the way down to Florida. And she didn't let me finish either movie. I did not see the ending to either of those movies. Did it drive you crazy you had to watch them later? I still no? haven't seen the ending to either Bolt or Little mm, Nemo. That's adorable. That's a cute story, <laughs> TJ. So, <laughs> that's, why, my mind. that's why I know Bolt and Little Nemo. And apparently you know Cloudy of the Chance of Meatball. The fact that you know these children movies, but don't know, probably the next one I'm about to talk about. I like, I like, I've seen every, uh, to the animated Walt Disney movie. 
animated movies are good. From Snow White to Princess and a Frog. Princess and a Frog. Have you seen Coco? You haven't seen Coco then, have you? Coco's not 2D. Oh, Princess, oh, Princess and a Frog isn't 2D. It's 2D, right? Classic movies, man. Okay, at number 26, a Matt Damon movie called Elysium. Nope, never saw it. Matt, see, I told you. That made 286 <laughs> movies. It's like a post-apocalyptic. Not post-apocalyptic. It's a futuristic... Rich vs. Poor kind of movie. You know, right on the nose. At number 25, a Tom Cruise movie. A futuristic movie called Oblivion. Nope. It's also made 286 million and some change. At number 24, it's a movie. It's a sequel to a series. I enjoyed it when I was younger. It's okay. A Good Day to Die Hard. I seen the first two Die Hards. Watch the third one to the call today. But that is it. Yeah, this is the fourth one i have uh, sorry a fifth one i'm sorry a fifth one if i don't if it if the die i think that hard to release in the 80s somewhere right uh no yeah because at least the third one has to be 90s because that feels like very nice oh, so, yeah. I, I don't think if i've seen a die hard movie outside of the 1980s <sighs> the first one come out then i thought like, it was 81? early 80 i want to say 84 85 but i could be wrong it might be 89 honestly so die hard the first one came out 88 oh i was die hard it. 2 came out 90 Oh, uh, okay. Die so it's right on that brink. It's right on that brink. Yeah. Die Hard 3 came out 95. Die Hard, you got to watch a good Technically, the 80s movies didn't die until 1993, so. No, you're wrong. Okay. <laughs> At number 23, The Conjuring. That is a horror movie, correct? Yeah. A, a haunted House? Ghost? It's, yes, it's. I haven't seen the series because I don't care about ghost shit like that. But it's based loosely off of real people, Ed and Lorraine Warren, and they ghost you know, hunters. You, you keep saying you don't like ghosts and stuff like that. So is that extend to all ghosts? Like like the ring kind of ghosts and stuff too? Or is it just ghost ghosts? I don't like the modern horror ghosts in the sense of like... They don't, it's not, not that they're just not, not that they're not scary. Like the atmosphere they build for those movies are fun and great and the tension's great. It's just that, like, after a certain bit of it, like, hey, ghost, do something. Don't just stand there being menacing. Don't well, that's why I'm curious. I, I, like, I get the understanding, like, the haunted house with just the ghosts moving stuff around and stuff. Not fun. I get I, that, but like with something like the ring, which is also a ghost, but has like a physical monster in front of it. That you. I like because it's like demonic. So, like, okay. And when I saw that, I was younger and I was like, oh God, the tape's not rewinding. And that's, that's scary. It was scary. And seeing the girl crawl off the TV, that terrified me. Now, that's scary shit. But like them just, you know, boo. Like, well, oh, I, th- okay. I think because of the ring and what was the other one that was like the ring? There was a not, another. I was going to say the, the black. Oh, 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 the, the one in the house, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. What's it called? The little kid that does, uh, uh. Yeah, I don't remember what it's called. Anyway. The Grudge. The Grudge. The Grudge. That's what it yes. was. The grudge in, grudge in the Ring, when they came over to America, because they're Japanese horror Exactly. Movies. So we got, for a while there, we got, we got a bunch of Japanese horror movie trend for a while that's where all the ghosts is because their their myths and horror stuff is yes. based around ghosts and you um yokai and stuff so and they're terrifying things so yeah whereas our ghosts are just like ooh. yeah but like, we don't re- our, our horror is more along the lines of monsters or slashers or i do like that but i also but also like I, I don't hate ghosts just to hate them because I, I, I see the potential in a ghost movie Whereas, like, I, I like I like possessions and like I like well, demonic. There, there, there's shit. a difference between something like The Ring, yeah, and something like Paranormal Activity. Oh, paranormal Activity. You know what I mean? Because Paranormal is just like, oh look, ghosts yeah. that you can't see. Yes, and I thought the, the, the same thing with the Conjuring and the Annabelle series and the Nun. Well, the Annabelle they all they, they all just become like 
Okay. Isn't the Annabelle series the Dahl one, though? Yeah, but I think they all spun off from The Conjuring, if I believe. Oh, okay. Again, I haven't followed the series, so I couldn't tell you where they came off from, but some of them have spun off from other things, and I think they all came from The Conjuring series. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. it's just like, oh, there's something in the corner of my eye kind of movie. Like, eh, how fun can that be for seven movies? But I get why people like them. I get it. I definitely get it. So I'm not judging on that. It's just not for me. Yeah, I mean, I haven't watched a horror movie since Scream, maybe. Wow. <laughs> no, that being said, there are some good ones out there. I'm not saying there isn't. Yeah. But, you there know. There are some I do enjoy, but, yeah, horror. I'm me, so. Yeah, exactly. We should, well, we haven't reviewed a horror movie, have we? No. That's weird. Yeah, we should probably get on that at some point. We've reviewed musicals and coming of ages and, I mean, aliens kind of horror to some people, I guess. That's more sci-fi. Yeah, that's more of a sci-fi thriller than it is a horror movie. I'll be lacking on horror. Holy shit. That's because you like to choose who's... Uh, hey, hey, you're choosing movies too, TJ. Hold on, I'll, just, I'll, I'll get to me in a moment. You like to choose art house crap, and I choose dark fantasy sci-fi stuff. Weird. Yeah, for real, like... All my picks were with the R House shit with the terrible endings. <laughs> and then I I chose Aliens, uh, the Alien series, and then a bunch of dark fantasy stuff. Because I like horror, too. So that's very fascinating. We have not picked a horror movie. Huh. <sighs> Weird. Okay. That's lacking right there. Uh, number 22, The Smurfs 2. Made 347 That's a lot of money for a shitty sequel. Gargamel's going to get you. Yeah, Gargamel. Uh, number 21, a movie is called... Gargamel, Mo- is Gargamel the bad guy or the cat? <laughs> The synopsis says Gargamel abducts them, so he's the bad guy. Because that's a good question. That's a good question. What's the cat's name? I don't. I don't remember. I all of a sudden I just remember the cat. Wait, maybe that was the cat's name. I never watched the Smurfs, and I couldn't tell you at all who the cat's name was. I seen the Smurfs when I was like five. Yeah, this is the period. When they were rebooting childhood shit because... Yeah, I know. Because it's 80s nostalgia. Yeah, now they're doing video games. I wonder what's going to be after video games when they start rebooting. What's that stupid? Asriel was the cat's name. That's it. Like, I typed in, what is Gar? And it came up, what is Garmel's cat's name? See, what are the the odds of it knowing (laughs) that's the question without, 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 like, chiming in on us, right? Like, come on. There's no (laughs) way I could guess that's the question. I never uh, typed anything about Smurfs into my search engine before. Exactly. So, So you know it's listening to us. I'm like, I I got you guys to talk. Whatever. Uh, (laughs) Number 21 at $351 million. Now you see me. It's a a magician heist movie. Like, I've heard the name before. Yeah. But that was about it. It's not good. It's not good. How could it not be good? It's a magician heist movie. Come on. Sounds like it could be fun, but no. At number 20, I remember I was talking about, I think we talked about this last week, The Great Gatsby. Yeah, we talked about yeah, Great Gatsby. Yeah, $353 million. We went on, on a whole book tangent last <laughs> I week. I remember. Uh, that's that's a, that's a box office. Longer than I expected. <laughs> uh, back to you, TJ. Uh, there's not really any behind-the-scenes stuff. No. Honestly, um, it's like one of those, since it's so new, like the writer was involved with it and stuff. Jeff John's still around writing today, and he's the author behind the thing. So, Oh, really? Yeah. Um. For some reason, this movie's got a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Is that wait till we start reviewing it. Uh. But yeah, that's it. There's nothing to really talk about behind the scenes. Sweet. Uh. I guess trailers. Yeah. I guess we can go into trailers. Honestly, there there aren't any new trailers. There's a lot of the same trailers. You know, we got Man of Steel. Boo. Lego Batman. Um. 
the only new trailer we got is Superman Unbound, and we covered that last week. So was that last week? No, when did we review that? No, two weeks ago. Yeah, wow, three weeks ago. Whatever. <laughs> Wolverine, Man of Steel, Unbound. It was within the last month. Are you ready to dive into this movie proper? Um, sure. All right, so let's start with the Flashpoint paradox. So, wait, the movie or the comic? In general, the story and the comic and the history behind it. So, in 2011, DC rebooted it, decided they wanted to reboot the universe. Which, and because this was originally supposed to be just a Flash story, and they adapted it into a reboot canon thing. Okay. So, which is why. Do you you know why? Why what? They rebooted it into a reboot canon thing. They thought if they rebooted the DC Universe, it would get new um, readers into it because they don't have 70 years of Kenneth to deal with. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? So they figured we we start completely over. New readers can come in. They don't have to worry about catching up or anything like that. It was essentially the gist of it. Except they didn't do a complete reboot. Of course. <laughs> they, kept, they kept some elements... They didn't go full hardcore re- starting over here because they like they wanted to keep certain elements of certain stories and you like can't cherry pick s- shit when you're trying to reboot. I know and that's <laughs> that's why the new Tip Fifty Two failed. That and ninety percent of their books was garbage. So what you're saying right now is like that happened in twenty what twenty eleven? Yes. James Gunn is doing this in 2023, 2024. So history might repeat itself in that aspect, and like the new DC universe might fail again. It might. Except I don't think... Um, Not James Gunn. James Gunn, yeah, James Gunn. I don't, I don't know if James... The way James Gunn's tack on it... It depends. Like, the problem with the New 52 was they didn't commit fully, which is your criticism. But the writing was also bad. <sighs> like, the books just weren't good. They were... they Not only did they, um like, pick and choose what histories, but they just dug out some of... Like, do you know who Hawk and Dove are? Who? Exactly. Like, they did a comic on them. They did a comic on Voodoo. Do you know who she is? But see, that's the thing too, though. That's what James Gunn's doing with this. Like, let's pick this guys and these guys and these guys because it fits who what I like. But like, no, bro, do other people that people like. You know what I'm mean? like? Which I get because Marvel did it with Iron Man and shit, so I get it. Although Marvel did it because that's what they had movie rights wise. So like, but here's what you're saying to me right now is scaring me with a new DCEU. But, but like, this is what um the, the difference is. Like, James Gunn has a slate of 10 movies or something like that. Nothing is selling me though. Like, nothing's five, like... Five movies and five TV shows or Ugh. some shit like that, right? Yeah. But, you know, if, if Superman comes out and it's terrible, there's, you know, chance are that, you know, they'll just throw James Gunn to the side and we'll start over again. It's not good. It's not good. <laughs> like, but like with the new 52 is they brought out 50 new comics. Yeah. To start over. That's why, or 52 new comics. That's why it was called a new 52. Two fifty-two comics starting at number one, Superman number one, Detective Comics number one, which pissed off a lot of people because they ruined the number for Detective Comics. It was up to like, I don't know, 700 and something, and they started back over at one. Holy shit. So then when they rebooted the universe again because the new 52 have failed, they redid the number in, and now it's back up over to 1,000. That's lame, but wow. Yeah, so, but the new 52, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm optimistically hopeful for James Gunn stuff because... 
I like the stories that he chose that he's choosing to go because I I know what he's trying to go for. Yeah, and they're good stories. I'm just a pessimistic. That's all. I'm very yeah. wary and pessimistic. Like, not we'll see. I hope again, like I said last time, I hope good shit happens out of it. But yeah, I'm we'll see. I don't know. It's a wait and see thing with that. But with yeah. the new fifty two, we know we've waited and we saw. So and it was terrible. That's sad. Anyway, anyway, so the new fifty two came and failed and this this story is what canceled out the old continuity put the new continuity so what happens in the new 52 is which again they ruined it because everything that started in the new 52 is five years into everyone's history so superman's been around for five years flash has been around for five years that still cannot cannot can't canacity that is still there picking and choosing what you want regardless and but you still have five years. You're not really starting over. You know exactly. what I mean? And what's even more egregious is because Batman's history was so longer, they pushed his kinesity up to 10 years. Wow. So Batman's been around 10. Everyone else has been around for five, which kind of ruins the fact that Superman's supposed to be the first superhero. Oh, yeah. So it's like, what are you doing here? It, it was just garbage. With the exception of, from everything that I read, Batman stuff was actually pretty good. The Batman storyline. Well, because Batman. Yeah, um, there were some good books here and there. Like I, I like the Batgirl run and stuff, but like... Most of it was just trash. Anyway, so I bring all that up is because I actually, when in 2016, I the Flashpoint Paradox was the first DC comic that I read to get back into DC Comics. So I read every book from Flashpoint Car- Paradox 4. Okay. So like this is like the first one, my experience diving into new DC and stuff like that. Because I had stopped reading comics for a long time. I'm before I got back into it. So I have a lot of history with this comic is what I'm saying. A lot of history with this comic. Yes. So like I read it, I want to say when was 2016, eight years ago at this point, something like that. Okay. And then I reread it and then I reread it this week for this podcast. So yeah. Anyway, that leads us into this movie, Flashpoint Paradox, Justice League Flashpoint Paradox, so to speak. So let's start with with the opening here because this opening not in the comics. Oh, the whole the whole um, rogue and Flash fight in the beginning of this movie is not in the comics. Oh, that one. All. Okay. Yeah, Flash and the, them attacking the oh, Flash Museum. I, I, sorry, I got a question. The wrong time in the movie. What's the wrong time in the movie? Oh, I didn't say that, did I? I wasn't paying attention. That that, that part pops out now because on IMDb no. it says like one fifteen or something, an hour fifteen or something, right? I got an hour twenty one. So did I. Okay, cool. Let's make sure we had the same runtime. That's all. Yeah, I had an hour twenty one. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, so this opening where Refresh Flash hires the rogues to attack the Flash Museum and then he threatens to blow them up was just an excuse to put the Justice League in it so they can say, hey, this is Justice League. Yeah, yeah. It felt ham-fisted. Ham-fisted? Yeah, I mean, I get it's a movie, so you kind of have to set up things, things, but not really because the comic just jumped right into it when the comic yeah. started he he barry woke up in the alternate reality so i don't know it's just they added some things here and there they actually added characters and extended scenes in this movie and they cut other characters and stuff from this movie so so in the book he just wakes up in alternate reality yes and well you get that flashback with his mom at the at the car he just wakes starts up there and then he wakes up he's in the alternate reality yes i see i like that they showed us that he went and changed the time what do you mean don't they show that? 
Oh, they just say that. Not in the beginning. That's what I thought. Okay, I thought. Okay, thank God. I thought I missed something. Wait a second. Did I missed that. So, no, they just they, show. They, no, the opening scene after the um. The first thing they show is him and his mom flashback, and then the whole. Yeah, they showed a flashback with him and his mom broke down on the side of the road. They show that in the comics, and then they show him waking up in his office in the alternate reality. No, 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 no. What I got was flashback. Him and his mom broke on the side of the road. Yeah, and then his mom I'm dies. I, I have to skip through. Oh, oh, right. Yeah, Mom dies. She's talking to some girl. I guess this is the girl. That's his female <laughs> Lois Lane. That's and Iris then, West. Yes. Yeah. Then they have the fight, and then oh, okay, yeah. I didn't. Well, like I skipped over it because that was in the beginning. The, him talking about his mom in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So is, did they have that in the comic? No. What they have is just the um, flashback of him with the mom at the car when he's a kid. Okay. And then he wakes up from that dream, essentially in the alternate paradox. I think. They should have just showed, for either one, comic or this, they should have showed him trying to change timeline. I think I'd rather have seen that in the beginning. Is that just like... Why? Because I think opening up an author timeline is just too jarring. Well, that's the kind of the point. You think the, the fl- reverse Flash is the big guy. He changed history and stuff like that. And now Hivari's there to try and figure out what's going on. Yeah, but I think that's such a pivotal thing of him changing the past. Like, hold that from the viewer or reader or consumer until two thirds into the movie. It's like, oh, I tried changing the thing to say my mom. Oh, that's why we're doing this bullshit. I think that, like, holding that key element to that part to later in the movie is like bad writing because it's such yeah, a major part of his story. Oh, yeah, I did the thing that they do, like, oh, that's why we're the, this, this is this story is a mystery essentially, and he's his own memories are not what they should be. At this point, and it's him trying to figure out why he's here, why past change and stuff. It's supposed to be him learning the lesson to not go back and change things and stuff like that. I know, but I think. And if you, if I think beginning or end of that, I think no matter when that, I think that's just as important to have that in the beginning. The whole I changed it here. Oh, I fucked up. Then there there wouldn't really be a story. Why not? Because then he wakes up, he says, oh no, I fucked up, everything's bad. I run forward and stop myself from doing it. No, you could do that, but I'm saying like you also have the reverse flash uh, stop shit like that by... You can't catch me because I'm doing the speed force siphoning bullshit. <laughs> and then it's just a flash, but then it's just a flash chasing through the entire movie after a first flash with no real motivation. The motivation is oh, I, he gets stopped halfway through the chase because the whole all this whole storyline's going on. And he's getting sidetracked and like fuck, I have to get back to the flash Shit like that while the flash is hiding. That reverse flash is hiding now. So no, I, I didn't have a problem with the reveal and stuff like that. I have different problems. Yeah, I just I just thought it was just late. I, th- I get why they did. It, like you said, it makes point sense, but I just feel like it's bad. That's all. Well, I think the story is bad in general because it's fucking time travel. None of it makes that. sense. Yeah, that time travel. It's time it's travel like, slash alter dimension. Like, like, like. Seriously, there's already a problem with the story because originally Harry Barry's parents were alive, and then the f- Reverse Flash went back in time and killed his parents. Why didn't that create the Flashblade paradox? Right. So, and now he goes back and changes it, and he screws it up, and now we got this reality. But the other reality seems just as close to this reality. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that should have, I guess, caused a flashpoint. Or maybe him doing that made the timeline we have proper, I guess. So that makes, again, time travel. It's all convoluted bullshit. Yeah, it's like the first time he did it, they didn't do anything about it. They just kind of let it go. And now this time, it's so bad, I guess we got to go change it again. It's just bullcrap. It's ridiculously stupid. It's so stupid. that that's my problem with it. The reveal of when he didn't do it is 
you know, whatever. See, with this being time travel, this movie can end up only so many ways then, right? Well, yeah. Obviously, this is just another one of those time travel movies where, okay, this is really bad. Oh, I guess, I wonder how it's going to be end or fixed here. Oh, yep. it goes back to the status quo. Which Except is it like- doesn't. Except it doesn't, because now we just broke 70 years of canicity here. Yeah. And all and what we just saw was pointless. It's like, okay, it's entertainment value. Sure, like, what, what if? But, like, to be who fair, cares? on that note, uh, years, years later, when they rebooted it again and stuff, they did bring that universe, but that universe is Thomas Wayne into our reality and stuff. So some of that stuff's still happening. Yeah, cool, I guess. But so, like, so it's not completely pointless, but at the time it was pointless because it took, like, 10 years to get to that point. And it only got to that point because they botched the whole thing anyways. If they didn't right. botch it, they wouldn't have gone back. So Right, exactly. And they That's only, not good. And they only kind of did it because, they, hey, Thomas Wayne as Bat- this Batman is cool. We, we should bring him back. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, <laughs> mm. So, yeah, you know. Travel. Wait. Yeah, it's, it's garbage. I, I Like, none of it makes any sense. Yeah. And okay, I'll say this right now. I told TJ off mic I hate this movie. I was lying. I enjoy. I highly enjoy this movie. No, you do? Yeah, yeah I thought yeah. you would. Yeah, of course I enjoy this movie, TJ. It's a it's, it's sort of bullshit. Like, yeah, show people, show me the faces. This is great. So I did enjoy the movie the first time I saw it. This time I saw it again, it was my second time seeing it. It's like, it still holds up. I like it. So, yeah. Oh, you've seen this before? Yeah, yeah, I've seen this before. Okay, I didn't. Yeah. This is my first time watching the movie. Weird. And that's that. that it's great to me. But yeah, I do enjoy this movie. Well, I was still going to on it for being time travel. I thought you would like this movie because there's a lot of gore and a lot of blood and stuff like that. Yeah, but my complaint off Mike was that, like, okay, they're just killing people to kill people for the sake of killing people because they know it doesn't matter. Like, Right. They get away. They're they're like, we're turning over. So, essentially, if you don't know what the Flashpoint Paradox is... The Flash is uh, really sad that his mom got that killed for some reason after, like, I don't know, how long has he, she been dead now? Like, yeah, 30 like, years uh, at like, this point. Like now he wants to do something about it. Like, come on, bro. To be fair, in the comics, I think he had just found out that the reverse Flash killed her. Oh, and it wasn't, okay. And, and it wasn't just some random act of violence kind of thing. Like, so I think that's what the justification was in the um, comics. Why does the reverse Flash hate Barry Allen so much? Just because he's like his opposite leg. Why is he going out of his way to be right. such an asshole? Barry Allen. So, like, I had to actually look up why Refresh Flash killed Barry Allen's mom in the first place. And I didn't get a clear answer. <laughs> but essentially, the Refresh Flash is from the future, okay? Yes. He's got from the 25th century. Yeah. So there's some bulk crap thing like that. And he, he, he was a super fan of Barry Allen essentially he wanted to be a flash and stuff so he followed in his footsteps but over time they became enemies and stuff like that because you know hero worship leads to villains blah 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 blah, something 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 you know you know how that feels but eventually what they what i read was barry allen left with jay garrick and someone some other person and left I guess left. So I guess that took away the um, speed force, changed history or something, which meant that uh, the reverse flash never become gets the speed force and comes that. But he's tra- trapped back in time, so he kills Barry Allen's mother, so that turns him into a flash a different way, so that he could still become reverse flash in the future. Oh. Okay, that makes some sense. I thought he was just killing her to kill her because how can I do Flash? 
Okay. Like, that's that's the explanation I took from it. But that's why he never kills Barry Allen, by the way. He's just there to torture him. Because if he kills Barry Allen before he succeeds in becoming who he is and lives out his life as the Flash, he never becomes the reverse Flash. Yeah. So he's got to torture. The only thing he can do is really torture and make his life a miserable hell. Like, 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 why? like, like you have time travel. Like, you could do anything else besides that right like what whatever you want to do with time travel you like time travel like you don't have to f- with one guy like, oh he does do other thing with time travel but I, that, I, I hope so but i i i don't i haven't read a lot of past flash yeah um i've read all the new stuff past new 52 forward but like i'm very limited on my knowledge um past flash because i'm not a really big fan of flash yeah, i don't care and especially Barry Allen in general, because Barry Allen, actually, before, like, 20, I want to say he came back in, like, 2010, but from, like, 1984, Crisis of Infinite he was dead. He got killed in Crisis of Infinite and Wally West took over from 1984 to, like, late 2000s before they rebooted everything, and Barry yeah. Allen became a thing again. So, it's like, like, I'll read you exactly the explanation, why did Barry Allen, uh, reverse last kid Barry Allen. He killed Barry Allen's mother because... The future Barry Allen has run away with Henry Allen, which is his dad, and a young Barry, and a young Barry, I don't know who young Barry is, and since Reverse Flash used up all of his speed force and was unable to return to his world at his time, he killed Nora, Flash's mom, so that it will set Barry into the path to becoming the Flash, therefore providing him the speed force. But how would they give him the speed force? I, well, because is he, um, it changes the future in which i guess barry allen does well, not become in the past though so how we live the f- but like because barry allen's um future d- ran away with that right that means he doesn't do, do become what he's supposed to become and that takes away the speed force from the reverse flash but by killing his mother it, motiv- it gives him motivations to find the killer and become a hero and become the flash again which gives him his speed force. It's convoluted kind of, kind of time travel. That's all I can explain. But how? To you. Okay, for like, he's still in the past. I guess it's because timeline's all. Is, what? No. What? Because time's bullshit? To, like, what? Right. It, because he's actually a time paradox at that point. So, that's like, I, I couldn't really find an answer. Like, it kind of makes sense because time is not stick with whatever the bullshit time bullshit they want to go with. So it kind of like the t- I was explaining what the flashpoint paradox was, and I don't think I got to that point, did I? I don't know. Uh, anyway, well, essentially, Barry's mad that his mother get died, and then I went on that rant about him being older and stuff like that. And then, so he goes into the past, he stops Reverse Flash and killing his mom, which creates a a paradox, the flashpoint paradox, which uh, how they explain it is he changed one thing, but he did it in such a way it created uh, instead of a sonic boom, a time boom. <laughs> Stupid. But which was enough to shift certain things just enough to give the reality that we're in here. And the reality that we got here just happens to be crap because of course it is because you can't have a better world that he created and to justify going and stopping it from happening. Yeah. So if you if imagine if you will, if he went back, stop Refresh Flash from killing his mom, and we come back and it's the world's at peace, it's a utopia, no one's hurt and stuff like that. Then you wouldn't change it, would you? Change what? Change this new reality. If it was all good, fine, and dandy, and everything was perfect, would you change it? Wait, 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 wait. If I go back in time and save my mom, you're right. And then, and in the, and in the, the paradox that I created was a better world. Would you go back and change it then? I point? think it comes down to the. 
I think it comes down to the individual. I think they would change it because they're selfish. Because time travel is a selfish thing. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is he goes back and changes time. He saves his mother regardless. Yes. But instead of this garbage yes. world yes. that was created, he created a paradise world. Yeah. Does he go back in time and stop it dead? That's what I'm saying. I think he still would. Still back killing like, because his mom die. Yeah. I think inevitably the guy is selfish. Self because he's going back in time to fix his own problems, instead of fixing the world's problems. So he's going back in time to fix his own problem. Which then goes back and changes his current future, which he had for Pat, his current present. So whatever is the most selfish thing he could do, he would do that, I think. Well, if the, the most selfish thing he was still, there's nothing threatening this new paradise world. His but mom's alive. He lost but... everything he used to know. Yeah, but if he stays in this paradise world if long enough, the memories shift to the memories he has in this yeah. world. It depends it on the person, matter. I think. It depends on the person. Like, realistically, saying, they wouldn't change it, but it's, I just think I'm time just travel saying, is a selfish they thing. Can't, they can't tell the opposite side of the story. No, it has to go Which, shit. So, so it's like, it's garbage. Yeah. It would have actually been more interesting if he went the opposite way. Why? Because then you got real a real dilemma. Is Barry Allen a hero or not? Oh, that would make him a hero still, wouldn't it? Because now he fixed the world's problems too. Yeah, no, now but it's a that's, utopia. That's, that's a good that's, thing. That's, that's a dilemma, though. Do you, is, is it right for him to go back and selfishly save and change the past there? This, even though it, it happens here, even if it affects negatively some other people. I think since the world's becoming a utopia, it's because he's a superhero, take the law in his own hands. So like he's already doing a selfishly bad thing. So for him to fix the world overall, that's a good thing, right? Yeah, but is it fixed? It's he pretty much um Again, that's violated. That's perspective. Every, everybody thinks that's perspective. If, if the world's never fixed, I'm just for saying. Everybody, I'm just saying it would be a much more interesting story. I don't think so. To tell than this story here, which is just like eh. this, this is edgelord bullshit. All that, like I think the other way is too philosophical and like it's not entertainment for, uh, visually. I guess it's more of like a sit down council. Did he do? Was it right? Like well, then at that point, it becomes a character piece. I still don't think it's a bad thing. I don't think there'd be no dilemma on that. I didn't say there wouldn't be a dilemma. I think that's what the story would be. It would be the dilemma. But like, what's like, what would he be, have issues with in that? Well, the, f- the f- if he's the hero that they portray him, the fact that he did this at all, this selfish thing, and changed and ultimately changed everyone's future. I don't think he have a problem with that. If he goes back in time, saves his mom, so now she's mm-hmm. alive, which causes his present to become cancer's cure. World, world has. Universal health care, no prop poverty. Everyone's happy and healthy and wealthy. Mm-hmm. What would he be like upset about? Well, okay. So, for instance, sure, all that's true, but you know, maybe Superman doesn't make it to Earth and his spaceship blew up in the atmosphere and he never and he's dead. Well, or, how would how Barry Allen or, know that? I'm just he knows in the beginning, as as stated here, before his memories get changed. I think, this is how I would think, like, those small sacrifices for the world to be what it is now is what the heroes would want. So, like, I don't see why he'd be upset about any of that. He lost some friends, sure, but he's losing his memories, too, so but, like, is the world's it right, better off. Is, is, is it right to sacrifice those people who who had this different path? It's that you forcibly changed. This isn't a natural thing that happened. That you did. This this is self a selfish act on your part that you cost these people their happiness, their things. And maybe, like, for instance, you don't know this because they don't tell you in this. In this world, South America has been taken over by Nazis. Yeah. So maybe that there are still Nazis somewhere in the world, even though the rest of the world's still around. There's Nazis in this world as we speak right now, TJ. So I mean, like, no, literally, like Hitler Nazis <laughs> running South um, America. 
It depends. I don't know. I don't think it could have been interesting, I guess. But again, time travel is selfish. Like if someone just takes that and goes with time travel and does a time travel thing, they're a selfish person. So I don't know, TJ. I don't think it, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. This feels lazy is what I'm saying. It feels it does. like an, it, it feels like an Elseworld story. It feels like an Elseworld. It feels like it'd be cool if we saw these things happen and see these people die and see this kind of yeah. shit because We've always wanted to see it instead of like going further. Sound travel sucks. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, man. I don't know what to tell you. Like it felt okay enough. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's it's a lot of garbage in here essentially, and it's rushed, way rushed in both the comic and here. Like the first two acts are just set up. Yes. And then the last act is a giant fight scene. Yes, which is and unusual. The, and the comic was five issues long. Yeah, when four comics were all set up, and like the last issue was a, a rushed last final battle. Of course, like the final battle in this thing was super extended unnecessarily. Yes, but yes, because it's a movie, that. they had to like because it's a um, movie they had to tie like loose ends, like Wonder Woman killing Aquaman and like the world exploded and stuff. I don't think that happened in the comics. Which this has elements. I like, I like the elements of the Wonder Woman, Aquaman, love, hatred thing. I like the Batman storyline. Some of it's like, it's cool. Yes. I I wouldn't mind diving deep into that, but on its own. Yes. But because it's in this story, none of it matters. Yeah, yeah, but I think if you take that out of your mind, this hour and a half is like, it's it's a ride. It's a ride. I, I don't know. See, like, it also because, like, I think the MCU spoilers. I also, I also feel like they copped out on some things. Like, sure, they show, like, in the, at the end of the movie, like, Wonder Woman um, takes on Aquaman. Shazam. Oh, Shazam, no, Shazam, yeah. And then kills Billy Bastion. Yeah. The kid. But they do that off screen. Yeah, you have to. Like, they showed that in the comic. They showed him, st- her stabbing him, the child, through the chest. They can't show that on TV, though. That's the thing. They cannot show that on movies. And why? Because it's this MPAA shit. That's why. At that point, it becomes like an X rating, and they can't do that. Or an R rating. This is still a kid's movie, TZ, so they have to go PG-13 this at is best. PG, this, is, this is PG-13. Yeah, they're not going R. They, they will I'm not stab saying, a kid in the chest we've, on screen. We've gotten way worse than PG-13 than a kid getting stabbed through the chest. How? Like what? I'll just point out Temple of Doom where that guy's yeah, melting. that's Temple of Doom. That was 19 what, DJ? Uh, 80 something? Yeah, and this is 2013, so they that's will true, not bro. show a child. Get, I wanted to see. I had an issue of it too. Like, oh, they're going to do this. I like. I thought it was bad. I should kill him, but like, oh, she did it off screen. So I felt the same thing, but I was like, oh, yeah. Like, they're not going to show her beheading a kid or something. As great as that would be for me. I'm here. I'm here for that. Trust me. But I was like, damn. But like, then why? If you're not going to show it, why imply it at all? Does it shows why you- even have that? Why even have that scene in there? So shows you how ruthless she is. Yeah, but we already seen how ruthless she is. She decapitated Aquaman's wife and then used her crown as a taunt, essentially. Yeah, but she, she didn't kill a kid until just now. You get what I'm saying? Like you don't know who she's killed. They took over England. Who yeah. knows how many children she? And murdered? they said billions, millions died. So I get that, but we didn't see her. De- to kill a kid by her hand until just now, essentially. I guess. That's all I'm saying. Like, again, I've, I would wish they could have capitalized and gone full, take the kid's head off and put it on a pike. Like, that's badass and terrible and dark, but, you know, movie ratings and shit. I was surprised there was blood in this, TJ. It was full blown. They showed a decapitated head. I mean, they, they shot the guy in the fucking head. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's a grown adult. He can't do that to a kid. Yeah, I know. That's it's all. It's garbage. I agree. I agree. The same reason you can't kill kids in Skyrim. Like, well, what's the fun of this? Yeah, that's stupid. Too. Yeah. Anyway, so another thing I noticed, like, some of the exposition and dialogue is really bad in this. You think like, so? explaining stuff. Yeah, like, the voice acting wasn't that great at certain points. Huh. Felt forced at points to me. Well, yeah. 
Maybe it's just the unnatural, um, <laughs> the unnatural lines they have to read because they're taking it straight from a comic book. That probably. So that might have been the issue. And it is but... hard to get exposition to do and do it right. <laughs> right. Again, I, I just generally liked. I would. I wouldn't have mind. And I hate Batman. I would have loved to see this version of Batman and just well, follow just that. Saw I would like to follow more of that, like him and his wife going down their paths after their child died. Would have loved to dive into that. Well, they do have. Um, there's a side story that covers all that it's in good. the um, comics. Yeah, it's probably the best story out of it. Um, she goes insane and becomes the Joker. Yes. And then there's she kidnaps Judge Dents, which is Harvey Dent. He's a judge in this. He kidnaps um, her, his twins, and one of them ends up dead. One of the twins. I don't know if she killed herself or if they... Joker killed her. I don't remember though. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty dark. Yeah, no, that's what I like about it. Like, okay, it's just a different art. Well, yeah, so essentially it's just Barry in this alternate reality trying to figure out why he's in this reality because he doesn't remember him going back in the past and doing it. And he doesn't have his powers so in this reality. So he's got to become the Flash again in the most graphic and brutal way they can do it. So, yeah, I don't know. And then, you know, we're, he's dealing with this, I don't want to say apocalyptic world. It's apocalyptic. It's on the verge of the apocalypse. Doomsday world, yeah, but, or what you want to call it. But that's for this movie. I don't think that bomb actually goes off in the oh. comic. Well, in the movie that we're reviewing. Yeah, I know. So, like, it's, it's I don't want to say it's apocalyptic, but, like, I guess war-torn. Eh, war-torn. Maybe. That works, I guess. This Just not a pleasant world where Atlantis is at war with... Themyscira and Themyscira invaded and took over the UK for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> because reasons. And then, like, and then we touched on um, Diana. So Diana and Arthur, I guess, had a peace treaty between them and Themyscira, and then they slept with each other. Arthur's wife, which who Arthur, who's Aquaman, Mira, walked in on them. She got mad, tried to assassinate Diana. Diana kicks her ass, decapitates her, takes her crown, wears it. Aquaman sees this as a taunt. She says it's a warning. War starts out between the two of them. And then I guess Samascara takes over England. That's the story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't... That's that's what I got from it anyway. No, I think it's pretty much... Yeah. And for Aquaman and Wonder Woman seem a bit overpowered. Oh, you think so? A little bit. Well, think that is strong. How, how so? I don't know. These just feel like... Maybe they're not overpowered. I, I guess like, you have to remember, like Superman's not here, so I guess right. they're the Maybe next they're strongest in line. If, because Martian Manhunter's not here either, but like yeah, she guess, is, a, she is opposing the Superman in general. Well, and, yeah, like, but I didn't think she would have that many Amazons on their little island. They do, and I, I mean, I guess they both have armies, and I guess Aquaman can just drown worlds. That is a plot point. Yeah, in certain things. So. No, it makes, it makes sense. I guess it does. To a point. I mean, I guess, but also militaries have weapons, right? So, yeah. it's like, I guess Aquaman caught them off guard and killed those people. And I guess she did. Grow. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. So, like, but, like, here's another point, like, where I think it's just, like, ooh, is it this cool? Like, Wonder Woman kills Steve Trevor, like, brutally. Yes. Which is her love interest from the main continuity. Yes. So, it's like, ooh, what happens if Wonder Woman killed... Kills yes. uh, Steve Trevor and sleeps with Aquaman. Yes. It's like it's like. Eh. What if Lex Luthor is not bad and he's trying to save the world? Well, like, that's Lex Luthor's added just for this movie. I know, but this movie felt so like, hey, remember these people? Now they're on different. Now they have different motives and weird, right, guys? It's like, sure, I guess. You know, you know, it's weird. That whole scene with Deathstroke, yeah. is only like. 
two panels long in the comics. Really? That giant fight scene never happens. Like, he comes across the water, and he, t- he accidentally comes across Aquaman's water, and Aquaman shows up and kills them all. Oh, yeah. really? That's that's it. They added that whole scene. Well, then, like, the whole why list. have that, though? Even in the comic, why have that? They have it in the comic to show just how, you know, easily they people are getting wiped out, because... Um, and. Well, it doesn't have to be Deathstroke. It could be anybody. Why does it have to be Deathstroke? If it's only two it is, panels long. It's like, well, not two panels, two pages. Like, like he, he's like a pirate and stuff in that one. And he comes, accidentally shells into the wrong waters, and then he gets killed. Like, it's just too, like, I know these guys, guys. Here's their storyline. Yeah, I that's know. all it is. That's, that's why that's I don't like these kind of like. movies and stories. It's like, it's cool, I guess, I wanted to see that, but not really. Or I see more of this Batman fighting his Joker wife shit. So. And just a little side note, if you don't know, the ship that Deathstroke has is called the Ravager. That's the name of his daughter's superhero identity. So, oh, that's cute. And then, you know, then like the flashbacks explain um, the war. Like, for some reason, the Flash is when he gets struck by lightning to get his powers back and he's got like third degree bones over his body. That's a plot point in this. He has a dream about different flashbacks. <laughs> like, he's absorbing memory. Where in the comic, Batman just explained this to the film for, like, articles. This felt forced. Yeah. It's like, he sees, you know, Thomas, Bruce getting killed instead of Thomas and Martha. And then Martha splattering Bruce's blood over her mouth and her becoming the Joker, essentially. They show the Aquaman thing like that. And then they show, instead of Clark crashing with the um his pod in front of the Kent, he actually crashes in the metropolis, destroying the city, and then government comes in and captures them, essentially. And he never becomes Superman. Sad. So sad. Um, so how's this movie uh, wrap up? I'm just how? trying to see what my last little bit of notes are. Can't read that to save my life. Thomas Shush Base Bonjour Deep. That's what I got. Well, shoots someone. Oh, <laughs> shoot, he shoots the guy in the face. Oh, yeah. that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Oh. Wow, you you translated that well there. Oh, I, I know. I, and it caught me off guard. Like, oh my god, he shot him right in the face. Forgot that scene happened. Yeah, he shot to shoot. I guess I was just mentioning how bloody this movie is. Yeah. And then I wrote Thomas's explanation. Something. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't matter. No. So yeah, uh, we just get a lot of setup for the first two thirds of this movie, explaining what this world is and everything up, and it ends up in a giant battle where everyone's fighting, and none of it matters. No, all none dying, of it, but it doesn't matter. Every, every, everybody's everyone's getting murdered left and right here and there, and then meanwhile the reverse flash, which is like why can't they do that in a normal comic, right? Why can't they just kill people? Because I know you want to keep the comic going, but if it's this easy to kill someone, the reverse flash reveals himself. To Lois Lane in this movie. He doesn't do that in the comic. Yeah. I thought that was a weird addition. Well, how's it get caught in the last in the comic? He does it. He just shows up to the end says, hey, look what you've done, Barry, as a surprise. See, this is why the reverse Flash seems lame. Like, he's intentionally doing this because, like, why intentionally, like, taunt and get caught? It's stupid. Well, he actually comes, I don't know if it, I don't remember if they say it in the movie, but in this, in the comic, he shows up. And starts to kill the Flash. He says because the Flash went back and t- did this and created a paradox, and essentially turning 
reverse flash into a paradox outside of time because he was in the speed force when he reversed time changed everything so now he exists outside of time so now he's allowed to kill the flash and, and still exists so he's going to murder barry in this what a weird hatred for barry i just don't get it i don't get it and then thomas kills the reverse flash and then barry's like okay i gotta stop this from this world from happening he runs into the past stops himself from saving his mom and then everything reverts back to well everything turns into the new 52 continuity okay the end oh and then back in new 52 continuity the flash is talking to batman bruce wayne and because i don't know if i actually mentioned thomas wayne is batman and oh i guess we didn't say that did we no thomas wayne is yeah his dad's yeah, his dad survived and he became Batman and stuff like that. So, but Thomas Wayne gives Barry a letter to give to Bruce, which I guess transfers through realities. I thought the same thing. Like, how is this? Hmm, whatever. <laughs> I was like, sure. Let's get the emotions flowing. Why not? So he gives his letter and a, hey, Bruce got a gift from his dad after all this time saying something. We don't actually see the letter. Which I do but, appreciate that. And then the movie just, and then the movie ends. We got oh, a new like, continuity. Bruce, Bruce cries a little bit. He thanks Barry for the gift. Yeah, I thought, I thought the moment was great. I was like, damn, that's a good moment right it's there. It's a good, it's, it is a good moment. It's like, shit, it got me my feelings. Like, God damn it. I was not expecting that. Yeah, it was a good moment that, you know, he got, finally he's got something from his dad and so forth and so forth. That's on. really not, that's a very powerful, like, damn. And then Barry also has all the memories. He got to live with his mother from that other reality. He gets to keep those two. Yeah, so it's like a happy ending. So that we get a kind of happy ending. We just had to destroy 80 years of continuity to get it. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I guess that's a good trade-off. Is it? Apparently not, because they had to cancel it. But So the movie ends with that, and then we get an after credit scene of the um, parademons arriving from Apocalypse, which is going to lead into the next animated movie. After credit scene? Yeah. did not know that. At the end of the credits. There's an oh, after credit shit! Scene. There's an after credit sequence! Oh, it's, it's parademons. The parademons, yeah, that, that's setting up the next movie which is Justice League War. Oh, so no. this is this this is also the start of the um, new animated universe that we're going to get. Everything should be connected from here on hey, out. Hey, nice. And it, I've been told that they're good, but I haven't seen any of them. And I've been told everything before this was supposed to be good, and it wasn't. <laughs> We've been so, like, uh. In fact, there were some really terrible ones in there that I wasn't expecting to be as bad. <laughs> There are like a handful of good ones, though. There's a few here and there, yeah. but like, hopefully, these ones live up to their, you know, reputation. Unlike the other ones, I I don't think they will, but we'll see. Uh, so, uh, yeah, what you think of this, DJ? Uh, it's it's hard because, like, I I'm trying to I have to judge it objectively as a movie and as a story in itself, but its impact as a story on what it did to the DC universe really hurt it for a long time to come. Yeah. So like, I mean, as a movie, it was fine. Like there were some good moments. A lot of moments didn't make sense. So I think I ended up like, like we, we get Hal Jordan in it and he's just seen for one scene and then he's murdered off yeah, screen. Like, What's that about? Like, what like they, did that in the com- they did that in the comic too. He's just, he's gets murdered off screen and, and we see that he's dead on the news. It's like, Oh, Stupid. That's what it's, uh, I hate. That. Oh, and like, and like another change they did it. Like when bring it when we brought the Hal uh, J- Jordan scene, they show Abin Sir had crashed on Earth, yeah. and I guess he's dead and frozen in this version. <laughs> but it's like you're just and the killing com- characters kill. It's just stupid. 
in the comic, he actually is alive and actually introduced the world to the Green Lantern Corps. So I don't know why they changed that. Also, I didn't bring up Superman. He was like trapped in an underground bunker, stuck with red um, lights. Red sunlight for I don't know how they knew that red sunlight was going to make them weak and weak or whatever. But they also mentioned that two other pods land landed on Earth two from Krypton. Um, in the comics, they showed a, a, a dog skeleton in the movie that's supposed to be Crypto. Ew. And I guess they have Supergirl just locked up somewhere because <laughs> <So dumb. laughs> because we don't they don't even mention her, but they they said there's three pods, but they, we only see what happened to Crypto. <laughs> like, also, also when Cyborg's taken. Uh, Thomas Wayne, Batman, and Flash to Superman's cell. They show like these mutated mutants and like test tubes, and I don't know what that's about because that wasn't in the comic. So just- also, also Superman when they Superman gets out, he um gets the sun, he gets his powers awfully quickly. When in continuity, he usually takes a little while to develop powers, and then he doesn't control them. So actually, you know what's funny? What um Superman loses control of his powers and accidentally kills a few people here. Yeah, they should have did that in Man of Steel. That would have solved a lot of problems. Well, the thing is, I had questions with this because I can't. He loses. He loses control of his powers because he's freshly absorbing the sun for the first time mm-hmm. in thirty years. So I'm thinking, the sun gives him powers because that's what he grew up with, right? Yes. He didn't grow up with that here. He only grew up with that test tube. So like, would he even have powers? Well, this, he didn't grow up in a test tube. He landed from there, and they kept him in that. Yeah, but environment. like, he never was outside once besides right. the first crash he's, landing. He's, he would eventually develop powers, sure, but. He wouldn't get them instantaneously, I don't think. I guess. I don't know. Like, it's his DNA would absorb the sun rays, and he would get powers. That's just how it works. Just not as quickly. Just It would just, like, even when he was a kid, it took him until he was, like, a toddler to start developing powers. Yeah, so him doing it as quickly, yeah, that's ridiculous. Okay. Right. It's a little ridiculous. But, like, they could have justified something like that. Maybe not. He discovers his heat vision or something during that, and then maybe he accidentally kills Zod. That would have been... Save the man and steal killing thing. I guess. I don't know. But yeah, this movie. It's a movie. It's a movie. Yeah, it's not my favorite. No, but I, I, I liked, I equal parts liked and hate the what if side of this movie. Like, I liked, yeah, like, I most <laughs> liked the Batman thing, shockingly enough. That's the more thing I like, like the most. Everything else is like, eh, whatever, sure. Yeah, the Thomas Wayne stuff is intriguing and stuff like yeah. that to see what a father would do if he lost his child compared to what a son would do. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. What, I don't know. What you get? What you rate in this thing? I think I'm at a generous five. Oh, that's shocking. Yeah, I think I'm at a generous five. I'd give this a thing a six. It's entertaining enough. I would definitely go back and pop it on in the background and just look at it for fight scenes and shit. Yeah, but like I said, like a generous objective five, I think it would be. But if I had to judge it based on what it did, I think it'd be probably a three. Oh, so so five and three is what, eight? So it's a four for you out of ten, I guess, huh? Averagely. Averagely, yeah. I mean, like, just its impact really destroyed comics for a while. Yeah, that's sad. That's sad. But that's not this movie. No. No. That's the, that's the story exactly. in general. But the movie itself is a five. It's like, eh, it's a movie. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, I guess that's it. I guess that's Flashpoint Paradox. Yeah. Flashpoint. Can't think of it as well.